Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues to the minor leagues to Little League. Foul Tips is also home of the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. All right, you're listening to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. But tonight, we're Mike Trout's going for a consecutive game home run record. You got Albert Pujols going for uh, the quest for 700. He's at 697 now. He passed our, our good friend A-Rod a couple of nights back. And you got Aaron Judge going for the, the American League record and the Yankee record. And, of course, you got Yankees-Red Sox tonight and a, a, a bunch of other baseball games happen tonight. The, the pennant races are there. There's um, wild card races going on. It's a, there's a lot of baseball going on, but I, I decided to take tonight's show on a little bit of a, a, a different path, I guess you could say. Something that I guess I could do now that I got this platform out there. And some, sometimes people listen, sometimes people don't, but hopefully people uh, get the message I'm trying to send out tonight. I, I got scrolling around the old interweb there. I do that to, throughout the day, looking for things to talk about on, on, on the podcasting. Just things that interest me about sports and baseball and everything else. And I got going and I got reading a, uh, hope I pronounce his name right, John, John Galanti. He's a, the Tri-State Elite Umpires Association. He's the president of that. He's the, the game director, the whole bit umpire. Northeast, I watch his YouTube videos all the time. He's a great instructor, a great teacher of the uh, the fine art of umpiring. And I, I saw something that, that made my uh, heart sink and blood boil all at the same time. Uh, there was a, a, a kid who just started umpiring. So it was one of the worst experiences he ever had. He was going to quit after one weekend. He went through 15 hours of training, purchased equipment, uniforms, and he said, you know what, one weekend because of harassment from parents and coaches. He said, that's it. Uh, John, he said, it's a, it's a societal problem. I, I believe that to a bit of an extent, but this guy, he said that the he was not prepared for the constant, ridiculous, immature verbal abuse he listened to all weekend. He wasn't going to put myself in, or himself in those situations for 65 bucks for youth baseball games. Um he, was a, he apologized for for leaving the two games that he just could, didn't feel he's going to do anyway. So this guy um, doesn't say his name. Who who decided to back out of his games? We have that problem throughout throughout baseball and throughout minor sports. Um, we'll just talk baseball for now. I got some other people who who chimed in throughout the afternoon, but we'll talk baseball for now. It's as some of you, I'll give my background a little bit here. I, I umpire in the WCBL. It's a Woodbat Summer Collegiate Baseball League. I also do some American Legion games. I uh, 
view whatever i don't even know what all the, the leagues are that that we get thrown in this changed so much over the years there's this team and that team i don't even think half the time the players even know what league they're playing in and, and that's a problem that we'll talk to and we'll maybe we'll get into that one a bit too but um, there's so many leagues and so many teams and there's a, there's a lack of umpires and it's it's not just in baseball but we'll, we'll stick with baseball for now but anyways I'm vice president of the uh, Southern Alberta Umpire Association. Me and Brandon Oberg, Cody Nelson, Matt Ben, and Ty- Tyler Malacca. We're trying to grow something here in Southern Alberta and get it back to what it used to be uh, a long time ago. But it's a it's a really tough goal. And right now we have a uh, umpire clinic that we're doing every other week and trying to recruit umpires and trying to get kids and trying to get adults and trying to get people involved. And it's been a, it's been a grind. We, we get a few people out to our, the two clinics we've done so far. It's been successful. We're getting the point across about how tough it can be. And it's, it's, it's been a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be to get people out. I, I, I thought that there, there was enough baseball people in Lethbridge, Alberta, and I'm sure this is not just a Lethbridge problem, but a problem throughout Western Canada, throughout the United States, throughout everywhere it's it's a problem i read all over the internet uh the internet how old am i calling the internet still what's called the World Wide web but anyways it's it's a problem that that that's flushed throughout minor sports and in baseball in general it's it's insane to me what goes on on a daily basis on a baseball field you got all these teams all these coaches and all these players who think that they're great and all these parents who tell that their kids are great and you have all these academies and you have all these uh, clinics and you have all these people who keep telling these parents to spend money to, to get kids involved but at the end of the day you still need umpires to to officiate these games and make them and make them viable and make them an actual competition a couple of guys who were at at our clinic uh, a couple of weeks ago we were talking to them about you know they have sons and kids that that, that were involved in umpiring and I asked them, why, why don't they come out? They said there was no way they would ever do it again. In fact, Brandon, the, the president of the, the uh, Southern Alberta Umpire Association, his stepson was doing games, and he got abused, verbally abused so badly, he didn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He's done. 17, 18 years old. I don't know what he is. Um, give a little quick story on that. We were on the field one day, me and him. Brandon needed, needed some help with an umpire, so I went out and did it. Uh, probably a league I probably – overqualified to do but i don't mind going out and helping out kids and everything else and being out there at a baseball field because i still i still think there is hope for humanity in the baseball world but anyways i was out there it was a double header it was a lethbridge team versus i can't even remember who they were playing it doesn't much matter the kid was so nerved up he about the fourth inning of the first game i was in the plate the first game the kid was so nerved up he come down to me in, in between innings he said can can you please umpire the plate the second game these guys they yelled at me so badly last time. I don't even want to be out here right now. And it got me thinking, like, what the hell is wrong with people? In a sport that is losing its identity in in minor baseball and, and kids baseball, in a sport that's losing a community identity, and most times parents and kids don't even know what team they're playing for, like I said earlier – what is wrong with people that they are making a 17-year-old kid not want to be on a baseball field, not want to go out and make a couple of bucks, might might go out and learn something? What is wrong with people this this day and age? And Okay, it's been going on. I'm rambling a little bit, but anyways, we'll get to that in a second too. But what is wrong with coaches nowadays that they're doing that where they are freaking out so badly that you have kids who don't want to do it anymore? Like I said, you need umpires to do baseball games. How bad they are, how good they are, you still need an official to make a legitimate game. I don't care. 
So anyways, I was talking to this kid and he says, yeah, it was that guy there, that guy there. And they said this, that, and the other thing. And I just shook my head because the one guy, I actually remember umpiring his games 20 some years ago when he was 17 or 18 years old. Yeah, I'm not old, but it it was astonishing because I thought he was a pretty good guy. But to say the competitive nature takes over in you, that's a crock of shit for, for that for a kid to be that afraid to go out and to to make a mistake because he's going to get yelled at by some adult, I don't understand it. And then I got talking to some other adults about the same kind of a situation that they that they had this season doing Little League Baseball. And for those of you who don't know, it's 12, 11 and 12-year-old kids, uh, just basically just uh, house league baseball, just a bunch of kids playing Parents, whether they're having a good time, and there was just this one coach. I can't remember. I wish I knew his uh, what team it was here in Lethbridge, because I, I, I'll, I'll call him. I'm going to call him out for it next next uh, summer when I'm on the field there, because I'm going to make a point of doing it. But uh, they were getting yelled at so badly by this coach that they didn't want to be out there anymore. These are grown men who were like, "I've had it for the thirty bucks, whatever I'm going to make. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm, 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 I'm out. I'm, I'm not doing it. This guy is such an asshole, and his and his his assistant coach is such an asshole. Now the other parents and the uh, and the players are starting to act like those kids because I'll tell you what, parents, I'll tell you what, coaches, kids are going to follow your lead. If you're a dickhead, the kids are going to turn into dickheads. They might not be at that moment, but they will turn into dickheads on that field. I'm. I'm telling you right now, that's how it works in, in, in all minor sports, whether it be hockey, baseball, basketball, volleyball, a team, the major leagues. If, if a team has a dickhead of a coach, the players are going to be turned to be dickheads. That's how it works because they're role models. So anyways, this, this, these two, two umpires in their forties, they were telling me how bad this guy was. And they didn't want to do it anymore because this guy was such a dickhead. And I asked, what, what kind of tournament was this? But he goes, no, man, it was just house league baseball on a Thursday night that these guys were losing their minds on. I said, so this guy, what, what was he planning on doing? Getting a, a, a t-shirt that said sit Lethbridge city champions. Was he going to tell his, his grandkids about it, that they won some game on a, on a Thursday night in Lethbridge. It's so ridiculous that these coaches have to live vicariously through kids. I mean, it's been happening forever and I'll say it right now. If it's been happening forever, then why hasn't it changed? When things don't change and things don't get better, you know what that means? It's getting worse. It's getting worse for kids, for umpires, for parents, for everybody. And you know why? It's because of the fucking coaches. These coaches have no idea what they're doing. Yes, they may take a clinic here. They may take a clinic there. But they're so hell-bent on living their childhood through their kids. It's been happening forever, but you're getting worse. You're pretending that you actually care about these kids. You don't. You actually don't. And I believe that wholeheartedly. You're out there making money off the the the, the parents' backs. You're telling these kids that they're going, going to be somebody, and you know darn well that they're not. And you're just making money on tracksuits, on bats, on balls, on the whole bit, on on the whole thing. It kind of makes me sick that the, what's going on in minor baseball. We'll get back to the umpiring thing now. Anyways. So there was one time, a little situation, this actually the same weekend that I just told you about that this kid, he um, made the wrong call or didn't want to be out there, whatever it was. A parent started, I got the count wrong. And what was funny was uh, I was at the WCBL All-Star game the night before in front of 6,000 people. The next day I was in front of 
35 parents in Lethbridge, Alberta, doing a basically not, not a little league game, a U, whatever the hell it was. And I got the count wrong. It was supposed to be two and two or instead of two and one. It doesn't even matter. These parents started yelling at me. And I turned around and I said, are, are you kidding me? I said, that's your biggest fucking con- and I, I actually swore I probably shouldn't have. But I said, is that your biggest concern right now? That the count is wrong by a pitch in a game that means absolutely nothing? And then I said, I, and I, was, I turned around to the backstop and these parents, and I said, if you're yelling at me like that, and I said, I was in front of 6,000 people last night, not a word was said. If you're yelling at me like that, how are you going to be yelling at kids who make who make that mistake? That's why there's no kids on playing baseball anymore. And I explained that to these parents, and they're like, yeah, well, I guess we're wrong. We're sorry. We're sorry. I said, don't be sorry. Just don't do it again. That's an old, old line that I think my dad used to say, but it's something that I picked up along those lines. Don't be sorry. Don't do it again. Quit it. Like, actually quit it. It's it's ridiculous that these coaches snapping back all the time and being mad all the time and embarrassing themselves. A friend of mine, and well, co-host of the show, uh, Dave Van Robes, his kid plays um, in that same Little League, and he said that there was one night where I think it was this same coach. I'm trying to get the names all straightened out. It doesn't much matter who it was at this point. Well, it does, because I'm going to eat this guy alive in the ball field next summer when uh, he gets a rude awakening that I'm going to be uh, around the Little League fields a little bit more than I was in years past and trying to help kids uh, to, to grow the game of umpiring but apparently this this coach made an um, a young umpire cry he said this kid wasn't 13 14 years old and this kid was crying he and he, he had to quit basically because this this um this coach 40 some year old man was making it was making a kid feel so badly for making a mistake and i've said to coaches before i said i don't understand where this logic comes from where you can yell at a kid who's umpiring who's 13 14 15 years old Let's say if I'm the umpire, why can't, because I'm 40 years old, 48 years old, why can't I go yell at a kid who made that, who made an error, who extended the game three, three more, three more hours or whatever it's supposed to be, or two hours because they're terrible. Can I do that? Can I go yell at a kid for screwing up? Can I, can I, can I as an umpire go and yell at a coach for, for screwing up a, some, some situation? No. So what makes it okay for a coach to do that? What makes it okay for a coach to yell at a kid? It doesn't. It is disgusting, and it's awful that it happens, and it happens as often as it does. There's so many of these teams out there now that you need umpires. You need officials. There, there's so many games that are still happening. There's there's ball ball, spring ball, winter ball, summer ball, travel teams. You need the, you need us out there. I in Lethbridge and me and the Southern Alberta Umpire Association, we are trying to make this happen. We are trying to get people out. When we have long-time umpires, kids not wanting to do it, that's on you, parents. That's on you, coaches. It's on nobody else. We are trying to teach them the right way to do things. We are trying to teach them to do it, but we can't get people out there because you are making kids not want to do this. I was quite fortunate when I was growing up to grow up from across from the Little League field, and I used to umpire games when I was 12 years old. You do the eight, eight, nine-year-old games. You get a pop or a bag of chips and a, and a hot dog or whatever, and you go your merry way. But I was right across the street, and I did have some good mentors growing up that were like Jacob Boker. If people are from Purple Cloud listening, he lived right next door to us, and so he would be on the field with me. And that's something I'm going to try to do. Um, next summer and spring is get out there with these people, or these kids, and and give them a hand, and maybe have these coaches. Maybe not. What if I'm out there? Not saying I'm an I'm intimidating sort, but I'm because I'm not. Maybe if an adult is out in the field, 
they'll still think twice about doing this. I, I have a, a way of kind of not a way that just this summer alone, when I was doing some WCBL games, because the the way the the, the system is and the way the culture of baseball is, it's been that way for a thousand years. That isn't going to change. I'm not expecting it to change. But the way these younger coaches who they're 28, 27 years old, some of them in that league, they're young guys and, and they're trying to establish a name for themselves. There was a couple of guys that, that were just they were yelling at me. I would snap right back and it it ended right now. It ended now because they were yelling for the sake of yelling. I yelled back and that was it. It shouldn't be like that. We should be able to go on the field and have a good time and enjoy ourselves. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. Yes, things are going to happen. Players make mistakes. Coaches make mistakes. Scorekeepers make mistakes. And so do umpires. So why it has to be the situation where everybody, it's not, it's, it shouldn't be one faction against against the other faction. When I had uh, Jake Lindmeyer, who was the, the Brooks uh, Bombers pitching coach and then turned out to be their, their, their main, their head coach, I had him on the show. It's all got to work in unison. And we talked about that, how it's all got to work together, how catchers, catchers and coaches and umpires all got to work together for the game to work properly. But you got these red-ass coaches who think that they're so smart and because they played American Legion baseball or they won some high school tournament back 25 years ago. They, they, they think they have the right to yell at, at, at umpires. I've said this before. I'll get to this in another, another part of this, that coaches – should have to take an actual umpire clinic, not the one, the, the half-day umpire clinic where you go over some rules, you learn the strike zone, you have a donut, and you fuck off. No, they should have to go into a clinic, learn what, where umpires stand, why umpires stand there, why they do this, why the home plate meeting is this, why this rule is this, why, why, why. Not this is what, what we're doing, this is why we do it. They would have a lot more appreciation, more of appreciation for what umpires do, especially at the lower levels. I had a guy who part of our clinic now, and he's getting better just a couple times out. He told me he didn't know he was a longtime baseball guy. He played the game, he coached the game. And I he went out there with me, us, we were doing things, teaching stuff. He goes, I had no idea that you had to do this and you had to do that and this. I said, Yeah, man, it's a thing. It's an absolute thing that umpires have a certain way of doing things do we make mistakes yes i'll reiterate that till the day i die we make mistakes but do not yell at somebody that you don't know what you're yelling about is it a bad call who fucking cares big picture those kids are going to leave that field not caring about an hour after or even less if you get them a slurpee or an ice cream or a hot dog or a hamburger they've forgotten about it it's coaches and parents who go home after the games and piss and moan about it and piss and moan about it and email and piss and moan that drives people out of this game and out of this sport that i love and i find it absolutely horrific the way the parents and coaches treat umpires i do not understand it what is crazy to me is that i can make just a bad of a call call a kid safe and call a kid safe call a kid out whatever a coach isn't gonna say fuck all to me because i'm 48 years old and i have this kind of this reputation that i've been doing this for so long i can make the same bad call that that kid makes they're gonna rip that kid a new one they ain't gonna say nothing to me come at me what was that, that football coach come at me i'm a man i'm a man Come at me. 
say something to me. I'll say, yeah, fuck, I blew it. Or no, I got that right. We'll have a discussion. You guys feel the need to tear kids apart. And I do not understand what you get off of it. You, You have your stupid ball uniform out there when you're coaching Little League Baseball. And you have all these things going on and all these hit, like it's, it's ridiculous. You, you don't even follow the rules yourselves because you don't even know the rules. It's crazy to me that this is still happening all these years later. Like I said earlier, if we're still doing the same things, we're actually worse than we were because that means we haven't improved at all. We haven't improved and it's getting worse. All these freaking academies and these freaking fall, like these, these teams that they're giving parents this false hope. So now parents, because they're investing so much money, they think that they're allowed to come and yell too because they have a vested interest and, and money in, in, invested in this game, invested in that kid a lot more than, say, the Little League team that I played on 40 years ago. The whole thing is so backwards now, and I think that it's time that we have to take a step back. And that's what we're trying to do here in, in Lethbridge. We're trying to do things to get people involved in it. And it's it's the, the only way I know how to help out. And hopefully that, that what we got going on grows a little bit. And I'm, I'm sure it's this way right across the country of Canada. I'm sure it's this way right across the United States too. We need to keep people involved in baseball. We need to keep kids wanting to play, whether it be an umpire or as a player. But if their kids are if kids are going out and having a shitty time as a player or a shitty time as an umpire, they're going to quit. And then, then, then what are they going to do? Then what are they going to do? Sports saves a lot of people's lives. I'm not saying it's the end all and beat all, but sports keeps kids out of trouble for a certain period of time. Don't get me wrong. I got myself into some trouble when I was younger. It's a thing. But we need to keep people involved. We need to get coaches to clinics to learn about the other side of baseball, not just exit velocity and launch angle and blah, 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 or whatever they're teaching nowadays. It's, It's just absolutely... It's it's horrible what goes on in a baseball field. Um, I just i I don't understand what a coach would get off on yelling at a kid for or, or at a at an umpire. I do not understand. It's it's just it makes me crazy. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. You know, it's almost like the coaches or the parents or somebody they got some skin in the game at betus.com or something. I've got to get a cheap plug in there somewhere. It's like they got a, some skin in the game. And it's it, it's it's too bad because it's a great game when it's played right. It's a great game. You won't enjoy it. It's a great game. You don't got meatheads yelling. It, 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 it's fun. It, it's, it's, it's an awful event when you get parents yelling and coaches especially yelling. A parent, you can kind of know whatever, because other parents will tell them to shut up. But when you got a coach on the field yelling at, at, at umpires, at kids, it, it makes it horrific. It makes it no fun to to, uh, to be around. Anyways, that's that's my rant for the day. But there's, there's got to be a way we can fix it. Like I, there's, there, there's the negative aspects of it. But you know what? Let, let's, let, let's uh, instead of gathering problems, let's get rid of some. Go out if you're part of sports, if you're part of minor sports, if you're part of anything in any way, go out and help. 
Go and volunteer. It's a couple hours. I'm not saying you got to be a world-class umpire. I'm saying if you go to a clinic and you maybe learn something, that if you're sitting in the stands, you can actually tell a parent, well, this is why he did it. This is why he did that. This, this was the call. This was that. Yelling for the sake of yelling doesn't do anybody any good. Trust me. I used to be that guy. It doesn't do anybody any good. So parents, get out to a clinic and learn something. Take your kids to a clinic and learn something. They, they'll have a decent summer. They can make a couple of bucks. They can maybe become an umpire. Because not every player, everybody can become a player. Not everybody be, become a coach. Get out and learn the game and learn baseball properly. There's associations all over this great land of ours that will teach people how to umpire. We're doing it such a, a baby steps uh, pace right now. We got 50-year-olds in our clinic right now. We're doing baby steps, where to stand why you stand there, little things, how to make an out call, how to make a safe call. We aren't dabbling on rules. We'll, we'll go rules as we go in situations that might occur, but it's complete baby steps for people to understand why we do the things we do. Get out to clinics, coaches. Get out there and realize what you are doing is wrong. Listen to people who are smarter than you. I'm not saying umpires. I'm saying other coaches. I'm saying other factions. There's YouTube videos out there like John Galante's from the Tri-State Elite Umpires Association. Watch this thing. There are tools out there for, for you to use to improve not only your game day experience, but your players' game day experience, the, 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 the parents' game day experience, and most of all, the umpire's game day experience so we can keep kids in the game there's ways to go about doing this so you don't look like a two total douche nozzle okay i'm begging you from the 14 20 bit from the yankee tavern north right now that th there's ways that we can improve this there's ways we can get the game back to where it should be and not just this insanity of all these stupid academies and teams and blah like that that don't even get along and don't know what's going on and scrambling to get umpires there's games where people are out there by them have to go out there by themselves because there's so many teams and there's so many games there's not enough umpires to to man these games up it's a struggle finding people to do games at all levels in southern alberta which i'm sure it is i know it is in in, in calgary i know it is in edmonton so that's just alberta so i'm assuming it's that way right across this great land of ours get out there and help out be a part of the pro of the solution not part of the problem there's ways you can do it get out to a local clinic get out and learn something you'll enjoy the game a lot more it, it might refresh your brain a little bit more you might have done it before when you were a kid get out and help out whether it be with hockey whether it be in baseball as we're talking about now whether it be soccer the whole bit I had friend, a friend of mine, Jason Hoopelhauser, telling horror stories about his, his daughter never got to play because of a, a rambunctious uh, coach that never let his daughter his daughter play because winning was so important. Winning was so important. The kids didn't even get, get a chance to even give it a try. So that her daughter or his daughter, sorry, basically lost two years of team sport because she never got to play. Because coaches were so involved in themselves and trying to boost themselves up so much for whatever reason, his daughter lost out on a couple of formidable years of her life that she could have enjoyed playing a different sport. But they wasted time on soccer. Not that soccer is a waste. All sports can end up being that way. Some are positive experiences. Some are negative experiences. But he lost. His daughter lost a couple of years because she wanted to play soccer, but it turned out to be a horrific thing that she, she still talks about to this day. And so get out, make the experience better, make 
the experience better for kids. Because you know what? Before you know it, parents, it's over. It is over. You have basically from the age of four till 17, and that's it. And your kid's done. Why not enjoy it? Why be out there being an asshole? Why be an embarrassment? Why be people? Because now with social media and everything else, people know, and it's a small, small world. People know that you made a kid cry in a baseball field. People know this. I'm going to find that that coach next summer, and I'm going to give him a new one. I'll be on the field with him probably most of the time and find out, hey, man, what's going on here? Why why would you do that? How do you feel about that now? I'm, I'm going to yell at you all game long. How does this look? I'm not going to do that, but you know what, you know what I'm getting at experience is supposed to be a fun experience forget all the other crap if your kid's good enough they're going to find you get out and learn the game get out and enjoy the game be a part of it there's something you can be a part of even when your kids are done playing and kids when you're done playing you can still be a part of it get out and enjoy it because it's it's a lot better than sitting in your basement playing video games or minecraft or whatever kids play nowadays i don't even know what kids play nowadays but get out from behind your phone and get out from behind facebook and twitter and instagram or whatever it is you're doing get out and enjoy it because it's only a few hours a week to get out and, and, and umpire and be an official and get things moving in the right direction because right now the way it's happening coaches aren't doing it properly so i think it's time for the grown-ups to take over and 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 have have umpires officiate the game and our arbiters out there to try to get things properly. I know it has to be done in this area for sure. And we're starting at, at, a, at a high level with, with the you know, Southern Alberta Empire Association. We're trying to make it work and we're trying to get it going. So we're trying to get people involved. I'm, it's probably, like I said, right across this country, it's a problem. It, in every sport, it's a problem. So everybody, please, please try to make sport a better thing than it is right now. Because right now it's pretty bad from what people have been telling me. And from what I see, it's not the greatest. Was it great? 30 years ago, but no, but let's try to make it better. So we're, we're still making the same, we're still making the same mistakes, like I said. So that means it's actually worse. Anyways, there's my, let's, let's get out there and try to improve minor sports, especially minor baseball, which we talked about today and make a, a more enjoyable experience for kids and for, for kids who want to be umpires. Cause I mean, I have a lot of fun out there. It's been very rewarding. I was out of it for a long time, but it is something I've always enjoyed doing, get out there and you make some calls and, and you get to laugh and you eat some flower seeds and the whole bit. And uh, you, you get to swear a little bit and have some, have some fun with some kids. So it's a lot of fun. So please get out there and enjoy it. Anyways, there's my rant for the day. 1420 style foul tip style anyways i'll probably do a show tomorrow talking more of the major leagues see if judge hit a home run tonight or if trout he's up again right now he just walked uh see if judge got one see if pujols got closer we'll talk about some races that are happening in and around baseball but thank you very much for listening uh forward this on to your for your 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 local association reps whether it be umpires or coaches or whatever if people want to get a hold of me they can get a hold of me at uh, 1420 sports at gmail.com Twitter at underscore 1420 sports uh, under 1420 our Facebook account yell at me scream at me whatever you got to do but to please get a hold of me get this out there because I think it's very important we don't need more more stories like the tri-state elite umpire association have where kids are quitting spending a bunch of money and then saying that that's it after you know a handful of games it's not worth it John Galante I'm going to try to get a hold of you that's at Johnny G52 or at, at Johnny G523 have a discussion about this and see what you're doing in your area to see if we can't collaborate somehow and do something to try and uh, coast to coast because he's out in, in Jersey, I believe, and I'm well, we're obviously I'm out here in Alberta. Anyways, that's the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Foul tips. 
brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. I had to get one in there. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Have a good night, folks, and we will talk to you again uh, tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 